Welcome to episode 67 of the Hot Toy Cast, a high-end action figure podcast for high-end people where we discuss all things high-end action figures from the likes of Hot Toys, Sideshow, Collectibles, Mondo, occasionally some Mezcos. We drop in some, uh, some three zeros from time to time as well, and whoever else is joining the party at Big Chief. Uh, who else we got? Q, uh, 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 the Star Trek people, Mike? Or the Star Trek guys? X06. X06. I keep, I keep, I know, but I don't collect their figures, you see, so I'm, I'm still thinking of calling them better off. But X06. Yeah, so we cover all the figures there. So today, as you've heard, that's one young Michael Crawford. How are you, young one young Michael Crawford today? I'm doing just... Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Sorry, you just broke up there a little bit, actually. There you go. You just broke up there. And oh, sorry. I'm also joined by one Jeffrey Parker. Jeffrey, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you very much. There you thank go. You. I was just telling the guys there about my, my trip to Italy. And uh, we went to see all the, the, the lovely spots where like they shot they shot, shot uh, Tenet and they shot Wonder Woman and it's, it was the most amazing holiday and the food is just amazing. Just there's just a sense of there's there's they 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 live over there in these in these countries, you know. They they know how to live. They they eat life you know, we're so rigid and stiff, I think, sometimes. Us, yeah, uh, but they're about to vote in a fascist government. So there anyway. is that. <laughs> there, there, well, there is that. There is that. And that, 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 that is Probably. very scary as well. Plus, as well, I'm yeah. also currently looking and shopping off my very first doggy. And it's very intimidating. And I'm very scared because I've never owned a critter before in my entire life. But I've been waiting around now for two years, looking at every dog video possible, lining everything up. And it's just altogether very intimidating and stuff like that. So I'm going to have to, like figure out my action figure collection and put the figures up a higher shelf, put a string around them so if a figure toast falls off, he's not going to eat it. All these practical things for us action figure collectors, these perils. You know? Well, I have to admit, I've got my, one of my main display areas is in a on an old wooden cabinet right next to, because our, our dog is still crated, you know, since we've had her. She It's her corner. She likes going, she even goes into it when she doesn't need to. Right. And, uh, never, never had a problem. Never, never. I mean, A, nothing's ever fallen off, but even when it has, sorry, you know, she she just hasn't chewed it. Oh, she's good just, stuff. What, what kind of dog is she, can I ask? She is a collie and a Labrador cross, but mostly collie. She's a rescue dog. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. You see, yeah. see, don't, don't get me started on the rescue. So I was looking at the rescue dog situation, but uh, and I found that the rescue dog situation, basically, if a person's a bigger garden, they're getting the dog. You won't. And I, I really resented that, I have to say, from the rescue people and stuff like that. I, I did resent that because... Uh, I have to admit, we did have to jump through hoops, but I kind of yeah, get see... it. It's kind of like... Because we, when we first got Penny, we still had rabbits and stuff because the kids were still young. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We had to make sure everything was secure, which was fine, you know, but... um, Yeah, because obviously a rabbit is a great distraction to a dog. Yeah, of course. Mm, rabbits! We have all of our yard, too, and they just love to chase them. Oh, you, yeah. What have you got, Mike? Uh, uh, both my dogs are rescues. So I have a... Uh, Shammy, who, well, he's not really, he wasn't really rescued. He's the greatest dog ever, ever in the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and I've owned probably half a dozen dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, is a beagle. Um, uh, oh, beagle. Mixed with um, some, um, something else. Oh, probably, dude. A beagle um, mixed with anything is generally good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he's a little bigger. He's about forty-five pounds. He's a little bigger than a usual beagle. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah. So smart and such a sweetheart. Uh, and then the other one, she's insane. Her name is Danny. Um, you know, she she's got some boxer, but she's also got legs that go on forever. She looks like I tell people she looks like a giraffe. Fuck the weasel. <laughs> um, she's she's just, it's just this weird combination. And, um, <laughs> a giraffe on the beagle. 
<laughs> and and uh, she is she's a little she's a little taller than Shammy, and she's about the same weight, but she's just insane. And we, so she's a bit of a problem. She can be she doesn't like strangers. She's a COVID yeah. dog, right? We got her during COVID. She was a rescue. She'd probably been beaten. She doesn't like strangers at all. So she's not the kind of dog right, who can have okay. other people. Yeah, it's like it's like we've had Penny now. She's oh, we were talking about this the other day. I think she's coming up for nearly nine. Um, and I think likewise, she, she was a rescue dog from Ireland. Uh, there and, you go. There yeah. You go. And, um, and likewise, I think she'd been badly treated probably by a, a guy cause she, at first she was very wary of me mm-hmm. now, now, you know, I'm looking around the house just to make sure nobody's giving me the hard looks, but I think I'm a favorite and I think yeah. it's probably because I don't dote on her as much as the rest of the family so therefore she's always kind of looking for, looking my, for a bit more of, attention from you yeah. a little bit more attention and you know I, when i do give of course i lavish on her yeah. so well, she's a lovely little thing but it's um a, it's a it's a yeah. it's a massive step for me I've, ne- I've never had a critter you know growing up and all the rest it was always kind of dogs around the place or whatever kind of thing but i never really had a, a dog of my own and we're i, I want to get a wiener dog and there was there was actually a dachshund in rescue that was like a 12 oh, yeah. week old dachshund yeah but it went to the person with the bigger house and it's like, yeah. there, here's me se- setting my mind and, oh, I'm going to get this dog. I'm going to get this rescued. I'm going to rescue this dog. But no, the person with the bigger house gets this. And I'm sorry, but that's... Yeah, it's kind of weird. Now, when we found Shammy, we were lucky. If you can find somebody who's just got, who ends up having, a, you know, dogs they don't want. Like, we, Shammy was born to this guy because he was raising beagles and, and and she was an AKC registered beagle and stuff. And mm-hmm. she got out and she got pregnant. So that's why we're not, it's just a, we know it's a big dog. <laughs> yeah. We just don't know exactly if it was a, if it was a lab or what it was. But anyway, yeah. um, uh, the, um, uh, it, it might have been a pit too. It was a big dog. But anyway, uh, he didn't want the puppies. Um, you know, he had like eight puppies, and yeah. so he didn't go through any kind of. No, exactly. Yeah, that that. that, that, that you see what I'm saying? Oh, hey, I, I got these eight dogs to get rid of. So that's how we got Shammy. But then, yeah, Danny was a rescue, and that was a huge pain in the ass. I mean, yeah. when I was a kid, you, the way you got a dog is you went up there and they into the reasoning hearing. Give me that dog. They're like, here, well, take this. Go away. Take this. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but it's like, but but but. It, there's a slight gap in kind of approach here because it's like anyone who's going to go for a rescue dog are generally going to be good people that want the rescue dog. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the point, and it's kind of like to 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 put to people to that much kind of scrutiny. I I just I just I just well, I really I'm resented the re- fact that hey I'm, I'm trying agree, to do the good thing here. I'm and I can't. going to agree and disagree with you here because there's a lot of bad trade going on with dogs. There is there no I, I appreciate that I know and it's probably a compensation um, for all so, that. So yeah, I, th- I think I think everything's had to go too far in the opposite direction because you know we all know about you know illegal dog fighting all the kind of shit that goes on it's horrible. Yeah. Um. And it, it but it happens. So I think you know that the, the powers that be the people that are making sure these things are housed as mm. as well as they can be, you know that. The bad press they'd get if they were to hand one of these creatures over I, to the right people. I understand people. that. I know, but but, that, but, that, but that's just so. Them. That's just generally. That's just a bit British, isn't it? It's all a bit over, over, overly done and overly. Yeah, there's, no, yeah. there's 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 a balance there, you know. And I I often feel that a lot of these institutions in, in in England in particular don't get a balance right. It's always either way to the extreme one way or way to the extreme another way. It's too reactionary and stuff like that. But I do realise we have been talking about a dog for the last seven minutes. But by the way, listeners, <laughs> if any of our listeners do have a dachshund or you know wiener dog, sausage dogs, please email me and let me know how you're getting on. I'm about to get <clears> one. Me and my partner are about to get one, and I'm kind of crapping it. 
uh, but like happening in a good way because I'm I'm so excited I can't I've babysitted a, a couple of wieners now and it's been amazing and I absolutely love them and stuff like that but you go on to some sites you read horror stories but you wonder if these horrors are coming from people who are bad at handling yada 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 so I need as much experience as much diverse opinion as possible so if you are uh, any of your listeners do have a dachshund Please email me, aimandatdaymanat.com, with your dachshund experiences and tips, please. Thank you. Right, now let's get on to action figures. Today, we are going to actually cover <laughs> Hot Toys, Moff Gideon, the Grogu set, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Django Fett. We're going to talk about 3-0 Rambo. We're going to talk about uh, the, the third-party Blade Runner figure, uh, the um, Exo Studio, Exo, the Exo 6, Q, Bill... Uh, Q, and we're going to do Bilbo and Jorah Mormont from three, also from 3-0. But before we do any of that, I think we should start covering all the new releases that Hot Toys have announced, oh. or even releases that may have slipped me by, because I wasn't on Facebook for the last couple of months, for various annoying reasons. And um, none of my fault, by the way. I didn't do anything bad. It was just hackled, basically hacked, and I lost 15 years of my entire Facebook is just gone. It's, no one could help me. Nothing. I said, oh, well, I better just start another one again. And thankfully, I have a lot of people who come back to me and stuff like that. So I'm back on Facebook now, people. Amy, don't know who looked me up. And um, where was I going with that Facebook thing? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, just, I, just, I, I miss yeah, out on all the new releases. releases. Yeah, I miss out on some of the new releases on from the 1-6 Republic groups and stuff like that. So uh, if there's any ones we're missing, Mike or Jeff, uh, if there's anyone that we that we miss, just please, please pop up. But the first one, I thought for new releases, which is, I think we would kick off the different releases, is basically Hot Toys doing their own... Is Warriors of the Future their own brand, or is it something else? Is it a maybe a, a, a... Oh, no, it's it's a big, it's a big, it's a big Chinese release movie. It's, uh, oh, sorry, it's... okay. Yeah, do you remember a couple of years back there was that movie Wandering Earth, which was like a huge, um, huge budget, you know, Chinese kind of uh, cinema movie. Uh, and I think basically, you know, because for years China hasn't, you know, they've been making great movies in China for, for, for years, but they haven't been that really big budget kind of Star Wars stroke Marvel budget stuff. And that's happening. what this is. Yeah, so a couple of years back they did Wandering Wandering Earth, I think it was called, which I'm not going to lie, I thought was pretty dreadful, um, but it looked stunning. It looked absolutely amazing. I know, um, was it three A? No, it was. Um, who were the guys who did Gangsters Kingdom? Um, oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they 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 did a couple of figures from it, and in a very similar way, they had like an exoskeleton suit kind of spacesuit thing on, very much like. Um, uh, live, die, repeat, or whatever you want to call it. It had so many names. Uh, the the Tom Cruise movie. Um, and yeah, this is just another movie. big. Yeah, yeah, this is another big Chinese release at the cinema uh, with very big Chinese movie stars. Um, but you know, probably pretty much unknown to the West because it'll be subtitled and. Who knows? But yeah, so it is basically a, it's a big movie. It's a big release. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I mean, these, I mean, there's two figures from this. This is War Tyler and Johnson. Uh, I mean, they both look kind of identical to me. Are they different? Well, only I think only in so much as the head sculpt. I mean, I think there might be some slight differences in the weapons. Ah, right. Okay. But the, 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 as far as I can see, and you know, don't quote me on this because I stand to be corrected. The the basic outfits, which again are very kind of exoskeletal, aren't they? They kind yeah, of yeah. No, they're really highly. Future, I mean, it's proper. Kind of look. Yeah, future soldier concept art type stuff. Basically, yeah, that's the kind yeah. of thing that you often see. So I've done a few of myself. Kind of thing, future soldier. They like, you know, that, that, some yeah, action, so some action figure companies were even bringing out like future soldier figures, weren't they? And these are. Yeah, kind of yeah. a, a bit more line. I mean, 
a, these are stunning looking figures. The details are I mean, great. Yeah, I mean, I, I, in the same way as I really, I kind of kick myself for not getting one of the ones from The Wandering yeah. Earth because I love a spacesuit. Yeah. I don't care what the movie is, as long as the spacesuit's cool. I mean, I'm still pissed off that we never got the uh, Prometheus ones from Hot Toys. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Um, yeah, you and I are both annoyed with that. Know, one. I, I love a spacesuit, so it's kind of like, yeah, I'm looking at these. And although these are much more military oriented, like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in, and I'm, I only need one, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, I think they are very, very similar. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, with Wandering Earth, although it was a massive release in China, it was on Netflix really quick. I mean, it was on like you know, it was like out in China doing the business, making big money, and it was on Netflix within like a fortnight of coming out in China. So this might be the same. Who knows? I find I find a lot of, a lot of so it's the same kind of problems I have with um, anime as well. It's just it, things are overly dramatic and overly on the nose and just overly egged. It's just there's yeah, there's a lack was, of subtlety in these movies. I find. Saccharine. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the soundtrack was all very over emotive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You know, it's kind of like <laughs> I love Studio Ghibli films, but sometimes they stray into that kind of saccharine area. But I just love them because they, you know, they just, it's it's kind of the, it's just a thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, I do find with with some, not all, but some Chinese movies, you know, the, it, it's just a different sensibility. You know, in the West we like one thing, in China like, and it's kind of like um, never the twain shall meet. But yeah, I realize, of course, that you know, anime is Japanese, but you get my point. I just think a lot of movies from that part of the world tend to be a little bit overcooked and stuff. Like that. Although I do like the Korean, um, the epics that they did those for a period of time in the early two thousand. Remember they did this big like hero. And all those oh, big, yeah. big, big, big mm-hmm. epic ones. Those ones are really, really good. Mike, how do you feel about these figures? Uh, they look great. It's just not, you know, it's not a property I'm really interested in. So mm-hmm. um, easy for me to save my money. They kind of remind me of like the member that did those Panzer figures a while. That yeah. was a bit, the very kind of a, that was yeah, like an alternate Panzer cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. I mean, that was that was sweet as well. Can they? That would go yeah. well with these kind of things as well. I have a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 okay, well, we're going to skip past all those other ones because we've kind of covered all those. We covered a Vader. We covered female Thor and stuff like that. I think the first one we should really look at, of course, is Star Wars Obi Wan the Grand Inquisitor. You know, who looks very much like you know uh, Mick Hutnell, uh, <laughs> uh, just painted white. He's got that very kind of. Um, British kind of potato look head on him, doesn't he? <laughs> he's like... Yeah, well, I, I think I think he suffers, doesn't he? Because I mean, the guy that played was I can't remember the name of the actor. He went out with Kira Knightley years ago, didn't he? But anyway, did he? You know, he's, he's, he's a fine-looking young man, but I think because uh, he didn't want to shave his head, they've had to put a lot of padding on, so he's he has ended up with something of a, a beach ball head. Yeah. Uh, and of course, when we saw him in the in the, in the animated series, he was very lean. He was very kind That's of. That's right. He was yeah, like yeah, Nosferatu, yeah. wasn't he? He, he was, but yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Empiric look, so he's kind of suffered from that. But I still, you know, I enjoyed the series. It wasn't my absolute favorite, but I enjoyed it. And it's a cool-looking character, as far as I'm concerned. It's Star Wars. Yeah, it is Star Wars. Mike, yeah, I'm tempted this by this one and by Reva, right? Yeah, like, Reva looks great. I thought Reva looked good too, and I like both characters. I like the show. It wasn't like you said; it wasn't you know be all end all, but it was decent. Yeah, and uh, you know, I like new characters, so picking yeah. up somebody that's not another one of the standard characters on the shelf is always good. So I'm tempted. You know, with Hot Boys right now, I'm not pre-ordering much. I'm waiting to see. There's no real rush. They're not selling out fast. Mm. Um, Do you think the market has slowed down a bit, Mike? Hmm? Do you think the market has slowed down a bit? Yeah, yeah. I just think it has. I mean... They've got, they got more and more competition, and they're raising their prices. There's no yeah, doubt yeah. when you raise your prices, your demand's going to drop. I mean, that's the way the economic curves work. 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's, what's the old saying? It's the economy stupid. It's you know, it's it's basically, um, you know, a we're not seeing new releases sell out as quickly as they used to a few years ago, even if it's a really desirable character. And on top of that, I mean, you guys, I don't know if you're selling much on the secondary market. It's that the arse has dropped out of it. It's kind of like um, yeah. it's, it's nobody's nobody's buying. Everybody's worried about you know paying the paying the bills well, and the things they're making they've kind of flooded the market right i mean yeah. do we really need that many more iron man and no. stormtroopers no I mean, we don't at some point you know it's it's they're just got and, and the stuff that gets hot let's say everybody goes nuts now over andor you know everybody yeah. really loves yeah. it. Oh, you're man, not going to see a cassian in six months Right, yeah. you might see a Cassian three years from now. Well, and the, the, by then the interest will die down a bit. Who's gonna... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it, yeah, they they are in a kind of a slump, I think, and yeah. some of that works to our advantage. We can wait and see what they actually look like when they ship. Exactly. I'm actually quite. I'm the same as that as well, Mike. I'm kind of chilling out back a little bit as well. I mean, I'm I'm always keen. I'm always ready and stuff like that. But it's like I'm not chomping at the bit now to get it's like i know like for instance like cable has just been released it's like oh i really want cable but yeah. i find myself not chomping at the bit to jump on them straight away i'm kind of like ah maybe i'll wait i might try in this way i'll try mint this and, and i'll kind of see what happens you know but i think we're just it could be just us getting older as collectors as well and stuff like that but it is yeah. it is interesting that all all three of us and we had um we had dan reed on as to cover from mike last because and he was in the same boat as well we're, we're kind of cooling off a little bit and i think that's yeah. for the both the reasons like you said i think a the prices are getting much b the figures are coming out after the interest for that particular thing has died down you know and and and, and c you know it's just the the, the 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 releases aren't as intriguing and interesting as the use as as we would like and I think the other thing is that, you know, what we're seeing increasingly, and I, I'm not here to defend or or attack third-party figures, you know, because it's this thing, it happens. You know, it's up to the uh, IP holders to, to pursue that. But, you know, there were a couple of very good cable figures released a couple of years ago. They were. You know, and, uh, and they were very strong. Mm -hmm. um, I happen to think, having seen the Hot Toys one, it's a, it's a little bit stronger most of the time. Um and likewise, I mean, uh, you know, we, we'll be getting the uh, that, that, that Loki figure, you know, the original Loki soon from Hot Toys-ish. Yeah. If, if we do get, but you know, th there's a So-So Toys version of that that's been released. And Is there? It's hot. It looks bloody good. It comes with two head sculpts. It's very well done. Because I know that So-So Gambit was pretty amazing. Yeah. And it was and way nicer you know, than the uh, Sideshow Gambit. Yeah, and, and you're ending up paying prices that are, you know... You're paying for the licenses. Uh, you know, a a two-thirds, a half of what you'd be paying for the proper IP license stuff. Again, I'm not defending this, you know... As yeah, 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 day, yeah, but the facts as, are as the facts. Creative, as a creative person, I actually don't like copyright theft. It's a really bad thing, no. you know. It's, but at the same time, it's going on, and this stuff is good. There's some good stuff being done out there by third parties. Well, and they have to either if they if the IP can't control it, then the company that's making the figures has to figure out how to reduce costs to be able to to manage. As, yeah, raise as, costs. You know, you're looking yeah. at you're looking at high hot toys going from an average figure being two twenty or two twenty five up to two eighty, two eighty five. Oh, yeah. You know, and and that's a that's a huge jump we've watched over the last few months. And there's not a lot of you can't look at it and go, yeah, there's a lot of good reasons for that. Uh, no. no, not really. There's not a terrific number of reasons that's a huge you know you talk jumping prices 30 40 percent so especially when you're getting we'll talk about some figures today that you're still getting around 200 bucks yeah. from companies that are paying for indeed prices. we're going to be talking about rambo later on he's one of them and uh, your jora he's another one so yeah. Yeah. we'll be discussing about that next but we're going to quickly move on because i got to get all the new releases we got that reva Reva, sorry, Reva, oh, yeah? the yeah. third sister from 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 Star Wars, yep. a character I actually really dug her backstory. 
I thought her backstory was really cool, but I found her role utterly redundant in the TV series. She, what, she shows up at Luke's? We know that nothing happens to Luke, yet we're supposed to feel tension. She's after Luke Skywalker, but, but, but we know you don't get Luke Skywalker, Reva. We, we know this. Why are you building all this tension? It just, it, she just seemed a bit superfluous, unfortunately. But I liked the character. I liked her backstory. You know, a, a person that's devoted her life for revenge against Vader. I mean, that is cool. That is yeah. cool. But I just felt, in terms of the plot of the actual series we were watching, I found her character completely redundant. I did love yeah, her interaction I... with little Leia, though. Her little Leia was bloody amazing. Is this a staring contest? Come on. <laughs> you know, I, I, again, yeah, I enjoyed the series. Yeah, it's like we were just saying a minute ago. It didn't blow me away, but it was it was it's Star Wars. Uh, you know, some Star Wars is better than no Star Wars. Uh, and on the whole, I enjoyed it. And I thought she was she was you know the actress was great. Yeah, I thought she I you know, know she gave she gave it a all. And I think the you know the sculpt of her is outstanding. Oh, it's you know, when you look at her and you look at that sculpt, you think you know this this is about as close to spot on as you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's a, it's a it's a yay. It's a thumbs up and. Yeah, this is probably but... the most likely of the new Star Wars that I would yeah. pick up. Right, oh, really? Is it okay. Would you get her above we don't... Grand, Grand we don't have. Yeah, yeah, I think she's a little more interesting, and we don't have enough villains, so... We don't. We don't have enough, especially, especially good female ones as well. It'd be, be yeah. quite nice. From one female to another, we're going on for a long, at long last. I'm like, why did we get this ages ago anyway? But at long last, we are getting, thankfully, we're getting our Valkyrie figure from Thor. I bet it is from Thor, yeah. Love and Thunder and stuff like that. I would have preferred a Valkyrie from the previous movie because I just loved her outfit in the, pre- in the, in the Ragnarok. And by the time she wears it, at the outfit she wears at the end of Ragnarok, mm-hmm. I just thought, I just love that outfit and she looks amazing. Uh, but this, this is cool too and I may actually be getting a Valkyrie figure. I really, really, really like Valkyrie. I think the head sculpt is very good. I'm at a loss as to why people were kind of balking at it, because I did see some people balking. I'm just like, ah, I'm, I'm not getting it, guys. I think she looks really good. I think she looks very much like What's-Her-Face. Yeah. Uh, Again, I the other thing I think looks great. I mean, I would have preferred her as she was in uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. I like that costume time, better. Yeah, I prefer the costume. I prefer the movie. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, you're getting a Valkyrie at last, and yeah. we've been waiting for Tessa Thompson, that's it. Tessa, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great-looking figure. And, it, yeah, as, as Michael says, you know, it's nice just to get somebody I have yet new. to watch uh, Love and Thunder. Ah, dude, Mike, get on it. Did you like Ragnarok? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Ragnarok was the best of the Thor movies. Okay, yeah. well, if you liked Ragnarok and you're okay, imagine Ragnarok turned up to 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, imagine Ragnarok kind of split with Spinal Tap. Well, yeah, keep in mind, I love Watita, right? So I love anything he's done. You know, everything from what we do in the shed. Yeah, you yeah. got to understand he's going to be funny. He's yes. not going to be some serious, you know, deep. He uh, does push the boat out this one far, though, Mike. He I, does it. I, he does everything he does, I love. And so I'm going to enjoy the movie. It's going yeah. to be my type of sense of humor. So I don't have a problem with that like some people did, you know, like they also. You will. You yeah, will. Because no, I have to say, I love Taika Waititi likewise. Yeah. But I have to admit, you know, and I've, I think I've pretty much seen everything he's ever done. This for me was the moment I felt like, I'm not going to say he dropped the ball. He certainly did not drop the ball. No, but he pushed it too I far. He delivered something that I think he could have delivered. I think he's, because I think he, he is, he's an auteur. You know, there is something about his work. You know, you're watching a Taika Waititi film. I mean, I love uh, the Search of the Bewildered People. I love Jojo Rabbit. And it's kind of like, and, and I really hoped that this, but it, yeah. Yeah. For me personally, it didn't quite deliver. 
but I enjoyed it. No, it I is. It's, it's, a, it's a ton of fun. It's a ton of yeah. fun. Like it's comedy shows. Do you watch yeah. those? It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. What, what we what do we in the, the shadows, shadows and yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. the film. I've seen the series, and yeah, and yeah. I've even watched some of the like paranormal. What's the paranormal one? Wellington paranormal. Wellington paranormal. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm up to date. I mean, I, 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 and I think he is one of the most interesting people directing and writing out there at the moment, particularly when it comes to yeah, comedy genre, but. For me, this this one was just a not bit too far out there. Yeah, it was. I mean, I I, I really enjoyed I mean, it. Coat, every time the screaming goats were on the screen, I was pissing. Yeah, myself, yeah, I mean, that was funny. All, all that stuff is yeah. There's goats in it, Mike. You the, the two boys, two mm. two Nasher and Grinder there. I, I see. I read read the Thor comics. So I was I was I was I was really enjoying. It, but even, and I I really enjoy Love and Thunder. It was bloody brilliant. It was awesome. But it does feel like one joke too many, and it does feel a bit like, crike, well, we're still trying to have an action kind of movie here about gods and things, and you're, you kind of slightly take some of the, 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 the heat off it a little bit by putting two, just, maybe there's just one too many jokes in it. But let's see what you think about it, Mike. So, we'll talk about it next time. Something I think very good at, and he, did, he does do this in Love on Thunder as well, is that, you know, he can go, he can go all out just being crazy and stupid and throwing as much comedy at a thing until something sticks but he also has a real thing for bringing a heart into a film he does he does he does and there are moments in love and thunder when it does get a little bit more personal you know about the stuff that's going on with the characters and he still has that knack of drawing you back in and just thinking oh yeah i do still care about all these people he does he does he does well well uh, it's 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 good stuff okay let's get our last review and then We'll just get a last review, and it's one that's just been kind of revealed. I, although I'm just seeing now, I have no idea what the Mark V with the racetrack diorama is, but pff, okay, fine, I'll have a little look at that later on, but we won't bother covering that. We'll talk about... Okay, so answer me this now. Is this... Because I didn't get this one, because I still have my regular Batfleck BVS Batman from the first BVS movie, yeah. which to me is still one of the nicest action figures, while the movie itself is terrible. It's actually still one of the coolest Batman designs out there at the moment, and I love Batfleck. I mean, we just, we want the proper Batfleck movie. We want to see him in that outfit again, because he just looked da bomb, in fairness to him. It's the mad thing that when we, the guy was first announced, it was like, oh, Ben Affleck! <laughs> and then, well, like, six years, five or four or five years later, it's like, we want Batfleck, we love Batfleck. I mean, the hate Robert Pattinson got was unbelievable. And, and now you know, people him being love a sparkly him. Batman and stuff. Yeah. It was just like, oh, grow up! Look, look at the films he's been making over the last ten exactly. years. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is an accomplished actor. He is not just some. I don't know. Yeah, well, there you go. Tacti- so this is a tactical suit Batman now, and it looks like it comes with a new base, and this is based on Zack Snyder's Justice League. So I'm assuming he's a lot less colorful than the previous version. I don't. I didn't get the last one because I just I don't particularly like the head design goggles. I look at this figure and I think of Night Owl. I just do. Totally. I just, I just think of Night Owl. Totally. Yeah. I just. I see Watchmen. I see a Night Owl. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's still cool. It's still a very cool Batman figure. It's mildly tempted. It does look like they've given him some really good face plates actually in this one. The face plates look really good. The mouth and the grimace and the action looks really nice. But I don't know. Is this a brand new figure? Or is this a kind of a reissue, kind of retooling, rejiggy? What's the story then? Well, you tell me. I mean, for, I don't know what you think, Mike, but from what I've seen, it's you know, it's it's a reissue. It looks like they've probably tweaked. I'm sure the paint app will be better. Um, I'm sure that you know the the human faces will have a you know everything all seems to go dial up a little bit better every time they come out. Um, but 
I didn't buy the original um, tactical suit. I don't think I'll be getting this one. It's not one of my favourite looks from. Some people rave over it, and that's fine. You know, it's, it's horses for horses. I did, funnily enough, pick up the the the, the Snyder uh, black suits and uh, Nightmare Batman because I passed on Nightmare Batman the first one. Kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you also you yeah. or you got the the, the two of them then. You know, I've only I've literally only opened. I haven't properly broken them out i've literally just opened it looked at them and thought mm, do i do i really mm. i don't know well, if you don't like but, it, uh, on, dude. i mean i i I, uh, I i quite like that nightmare batman but i, I don't need like, it yeah, the black suit it looks cool mm. um yeah i've got three of the bat flicks i don't need another one but yeah. it just does look like pretty much a reissue to me I, you know we're seeing hot toys do this a lot now uh with, That's fine for people who missed out, especially on figures. Other heads and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but they're still that. charging <laughs> a lot of money for them. So the thing is, so, I know. Sorry, for those of us who already have something similar, you're not. You know, it's not like we're gonna buy. Yeah, I don't. I don't need this figure, do I? Because I have the, the the first BVS figure, which is just it's a badass figure. I just love the. Look I mean, that's. My, yeah, I mean, the first that that is the one that the really sort of thick set one, isn't it, with a thick neck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got the, that as well. Because I got the the second Batman, which I like as well, but he's slightly leaner. Yeah, but yeah. It's that very leaner. first release. I mean, that is an absolute beast. I love that? it. I just love that figure, man. It's just a figure. I, I'm like I'm clearing out a few hot toys now, and stuff. Trying to make room for other ones and stuff like that. But and, I, it, I, and, like, and I, it really has that, that feeling of the Dark Knight. You know the comic book, doesn't it? it has that real kind of, yeah, although he's not as old, he just feels like a really big set ex wrestler who could just yeah. put. And I'm and I'm and I'm of the opinion that they should have Warner Brothers needed to sit back and actually let let that universe, for better or for worse, kind of at least they should have let the universe play itself out a little bit and make the improvements as you go along in accordance to the reviews that you're getting and stuff like that. And Because let's face it, the Zack Snyder Justice League was way better than the Joss Whedon Justice League. I mean, it was so much better. It was unbelievable. Uh, but not yeah. that that still makes it Justice League a very good movie because it's still a baggy, bloated, overly serious, overly dramatic, yeah, big affair. Drags, but, but Yeah, it drags. It drags, it drags. It's a big, bloated affair, but there's part of me that appreciates the big, the, the, him going for it, but also it's like, crikey, you didn't have this dude on a leash at all because you put Zack Snyder on a leash, you put Zack Snyder on <laughs> someone like, um, you know, uh, Christopher Nolan's leash, you gonna you get some dope stuff. And you you have Zack Snyder without Christopher Nolan, you're not going to get the stuff. Because I I do think Snyder is a fantastic visualizer. I genuinely do. I think that dude directs action in a gloriously beautiful way. I like it how it's done. And I I like I don't like the other guys. I don't like Michael Bay. I don't like some of these other auteur directors that we spoke. About. But I do like Zack Snyder. I think 300 is a masterpiece. But yeah, I, he's I he's best on a leash. You need to have that boy on a leash. You need someone with a bit of brains, quite frankly, because Snyder loves to inject his pseudo philosophies in there. And they actually you go in to it and it's like yeah, yeah dude that I, doesn't I make actually a sense to you dude the can't you're you're not doing the Kantian utilitarian thing there at all when he, you don't he's left unchecked he just goes absolutely i mean that what was that zombie one the uh, God yeah on the, Netflix. the zombie well i mean there was oh, soccer man. punch soccer punch is a fine example soccer of getting punch, on the yeah, yeah you know I soccer mean, punch looks beautiful it's beautiful yeah. it looks absolutely yeah. stunning visuals there's stuff in there you just watch it's like this is amazing to look at but the but story is quite a nasty brains. little film as well it kind of is. It, it, Misogynistic. It, it's I don't know. It, it is, and that, that that's that's why he that's why he often misfires. He aims for one thing, and he ends up being the very thing he's aiming not to be. It's it's a weird one, but there you go. That that's that. God, we're, we're going off at all tangents today, but there you go. That's the Batman. It's kind of cool, <laughs> but you, it looks like you get the big blaster with it as well. Because I don't think you got the blaster in in in, in the original release. Oh no, yeah. And you're getting a base as well with the original gun, yeah. the original um, uh, parademon yeah, on, on the bottom as well and stuff like that. So that's quite cool. So I think I think that should cover it now for a new release. 
movies. There haven't been actually that many. There's been an Iron Man, there's been a Spider-Man, some Stitch, some, you know, some ch- the chibi ones or the cosplay baby ones, and there's been an Iron Man Mark V with a diorama base. There's a... I mean, one thing I did think was quite interesting was the, and I haven't got it in front of me, I can't remember what, was it the Mark Seven? You know, the, the open suit. Why? Yeah, it's it's it's. it's I, I I think you know if you if you're a, a completist, you know if you really like your Iron Man figures, I think it's because I really like the Mark Five that they're doing that like kind of with the with the suitcase, mm-hmm. uh, and you know so you can make it look like the whole thing's building itself around it. But that that one I'm I'm really interested. This one not so much, but I do think it's quite cool. That, you know, if you are expanding, if you are really into your Iron Man figures, oh absolutely, that, that, yeah. having that open figure with all the internal lights and all the panels, yeah, it is dope. Yeah, it is idea yeah it, no it is cool if and there are dudes out there who are just collecting the iron man and i have oh, yeah. to say if you if you're going to collect one kind of figure of a hot toy and have it displayed is iron man because it's just slick and it just it'll always look cool kind of thing. but this is a racing base that comes a part of the racing wheel and part of the girders that they smashed into so i'm like oh okay fine what was yeah. it's interesting that this is comes only a few months after they they released one without the base, uh, a diecast one without the base, which is going to be one of the first figures we're actually going to review today, actually. Actually, let's, let's do that. Let's actually move on to our figures now. Oh, but first, before we do that, we're going to take a word from our sponsor over there at Fanboy Collectibles. We're going to get Fanboy to, to drop in and say hi, and uh, we'll be back to you in a few minutes. So stay tuned. Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Okay, and we're back there, good old fanboy. Oh, uh, incidentally, I did actually get um, this Iron Man that we're about to review. I got from fanboy, but also, as well as I mentioned last week, I've, it was my birthday between last podcast and this, and I got my Tila from Tweeterhead statue. Oh, it's so beautiful! It's beautiful. It's still over in fanboy collectibles, I believe. So it's still, he still has Tila and Hordak. These are fantastic interpretations of these characters. Just beautiful, and they're sculpted by a bunch of really talented dudes. David Igo, Nate Birch, and a couple of other dudes that I know on there and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's just Tila and all these massive universe statues that are being put up by Twitterhead are absolutely mwah! Chef's kiss, as they like to say. Isn't that what they like to say? That Kevin Smith, <laughs> chef's kiss. I just thought it was Jeff's kiss, but it's not. It's chef's kiss. <laughs> no, so. I'm, I'm not sending them out there. <laughs> okay, so the very first figure we're going to review today is is the Iron Man Mark V re-release. And one of the reasons I wanted to kind of review this today is because the contrast, because I literally bought this one just to swap out from the old one. You know, if a newer, better Iron Man comes out, I'm like, because the thing is, my all my Marks 1 to 7 are in the cubicles marked 1 to 7. 
So when they re-release a new Mark 1 or any of the Marks 1 to 7, I will update it with the latest versions. I've already replaced my Mark 7, I've already replaced my Mark 6, I've already replaced my Mark 3. I'll probably replace the Mark 1 as well, the diecast version. Not that I really need to, because that second one was really good, the first one was not, blah, blah, blah. We can go on for ages. The contrast, it's night and day between this diecast Mark 5 and the very first release. I mean, the other first release, I mean, it... it Pardon my French, boys and girls, block ears. It looks like hammered shit compared to this one. It's really rubbish, the first one, compared to this one. The proportions, the colours, the, 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 the finishing is just... It's, 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 it's... I mean, how, what, is, what is the time gap between these, these two figures? Was it about seven or eight years? Got a, more than that. Yeah. Well, the, 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 this Mark V would have come out a year or two after the first... After the second Iron Man movie. The second Iron Man movie is 2008... I believe so. We're talking about two thousand and nine. So yeah, actually, not far back from being about ten years old oh. now. Um, yeah, nice one. And um, this is a stunning figure. It's like once you start getting into diecast Iron Man's, they're really f- finely done. You're talking about a stupidly high and collectible. It feels like the Apple, you know, the Apple iPhone of of action figures, where it's just like this beautiful, heavy, heavy articulated. Just beautiful figure. It's it's stunning. Um, I haven't bothered pushing the 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 at the limits of the articulation, but the articulation looks very good, and it seems a lot less fiddly than the last one as well. Um, yeah, I haven't actually really gotten into this figure fully yet because I got two other figures that kind of grabbed my attention more, and as I had the previous version of Iron Man, I was like, I kind of wasn't getting. But on second thoughts, I didn't actually know what I was getting. I was like, oh my god, this is actually this is like way better. Just all the the colors, the 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 die cast on. So far, I can feel that the upper legs are die cast. What else is cold? Nothing else is cold there. The back of the head is the back of the head is diecast. The back it's like what is actually diecast on this? The upper legs. The lower legs, maybe. I... No, the upper legs I feel to be the only things that are really cold on here, and the upper arms. There you go. That's it. But uh, the upper arms have this lovely kind of slot that kind of moves up the bicep as well. You know, it has done the thing where the the piece of the armor kind of slots up in the bicep as well and things like that. It, the only thing I would say about it, it does have a slight gap. Where the articulation is on the torso, I feel that gap would have been could be a little little tighter, but then we would we probably have a lot less movement. Um, if you're basically on the fence with this Iron Man, I do believe this is a lovely one to get. Have you, either of you got this one? Well, the Mark V is pretty much one of my favourite outfits, one of the favourite mm-hmm. Iron Man armors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have this very latest release, but I do have the diecast that was released two, three years ago. Of the Mark V. Um, yeah. Um, I have that one. But and, I, and I, I only I, got this one this week. This, this is the new. No, this is the Mark so, V, the suitcase Iron Man. This is the one I have in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I only so there got was this a plastic this... version that came out, and then there was a diecast literally about three years ago. Was there? I want to say, and then I think they've re-released it again because its secondary market value was like the Mark Forty. So this is the third ago. version I have in my hand. Then it's the third version, but really, I just I think it's just a re-release of the one. I I was talking about earlier. I think the 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 next one they're releasing with the diorama. I think again. That's I think the it's fourth one. A popular character. Um, well, it'll be the fifth one if you include the the suit that kind of explodes. You know the one. Oh that yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Are keeping tabs on this one, Jeffrey? Good man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but no, no. It's because it's, it's, it was a favourite suit. So I, you know, I have to admit, I did sell on my original plastic one because, like you said, it, you know, it, it just didn't do the business. When did, when, when did you do that? Did you sell that? At, at, oh, at the time? years ago. Years ago. Yeah, I need to sell that. Um, I think. Now. Well, let's say three, four years. It was basically if I if I uh, if I upgrade, sometimes I'll get rid of the original. Sometimes I like keeping hold of them because it's. 
it's I mean I'm sure Mike's the same I mean he's he's the holder of the museum but sometimes I'll look at a figure and I'll just think actually this really is showing the state of the art 10 years ago yeah right. like so it's interesting to have it next to the upgrade because it's like this same company that is considered you know the the, the creme de la creme this is this is how things have improved over a kind of 10-year period or whatever mm. I, I find that quite interesting and this, this um, is quite staggering the improvement on it in fairness just the whole the whole yeah. way the whole thing is visualized and put together proportions as well yeah. you know there it was no, quite no, short the previous one yeah as i say i think i think yeah i think the, the other mark five was oh, God, my as i'm getting older time just keeps oh, so um i don't know how long ago i i, I want to say about two or three years ago but um, and I, and I, I know this one was like delayed for ages. Seven. So maybe the secondary prices on eBay and whatever were just going crazy through the roof. So I think, you know, Hot Toys just thought let's just just put this one out again. And and as we know, in in, in Asia, in China and Japan, the Hot Toys, the, the sorry, the Iron Man figures are a perennial. I mean, they you know they 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 sell out over there way quicker than they do here in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love it over the there. And the so. Nick, they love that stuff. What do you think? What do you yeah. think, Mike? Yeah, it's nice looking. I've still got my original uh, five. So I don't really think I need another one. You know me. I've got like 20 different, two dozen, what, two dozen different Iron Man. I think have, I've got enough. Have you got the cubicles? No? I use uh, a couple of them because I've got kind of a setup that's, uh, you know, like a Tony Stark lab setup. Oh, nice. Where I've got yeah, the yeah, gantry yeah. and the, the Hulkbuster. And so I've got a couple of them there. Um, I just stick the MK2 in one of them, the one that, you know, you can see the insides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yep. then uh, I think I've got one of the MK1s in one of them. Uh... One that had the... What's interesting about the MK1s is the one had a really terrible head sculpt. Yeah, the, 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 the original, the very first Iron Man Mark one had a but terrible head sculpt. The second one had a much better head sculpt. It did, but it did. It worse... That I didn't like the the uh, paintwork on the armor as much. Oh, the paintwork okay. on that first one was much more detailed and, and realistic. Okay. Um, I so both. I kept them both. But anyway. Um, so well, and so there's I a third really one coming out now, I Mike. Need this one, I might have to wait until I see it. But there's a third one coming out as well now, Mike, isn't there? There's a third mm. one. There's a, th- yeah. a third Mark one coming out. So I mean, like, do I need to upgrade from that? I mean, well, uh, well, I guess it's always been diecast. There was another part of me that was going to say, well, they're in the cubicles. You're never going to take them out of the cubicles, are, are you? So you may as well just keep the plastic ones in there. But it's like, you know you want to have the best one. And should you ever take it out, it's never happened. I've never actually taken out the cubicles and say, hey, look at this arm inside a cubicle. I've had them for 10 years. But never going to happen. There's always a little reason. So always like, oh, well, I can show a person this. And it's like, well, no, that actually doesn't actually happen. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> All right. Quickly moving on. Uh, what's the next one we got? Okay, we got Muff Gideon. Carlos Esposito himself. Old Gus as we like to call him, Gus. So, uh, Mike, take this one away. You've got Gus. Um, well, I'll let Jeff start. I've got Gus. I'll, I'll follow on to Jeff. Okay. Jeff, you start. So. Okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I've got it. I'm just lifting him out of his box as we speak, uh, Matron. Um, this is, <laughs> do you know what this really makes me, it's a totally different character, but it really reminds me of, oh, God, who was the guy in Rogue One? The Krennic. Krennic. Yeah, so well, you have this, I'm just a Krennic, feel, dude. You know, you're, you're cool, man, yeah, I'll tell you. These these guys kind of want to stand next to each other. You know, you've got some high-ranking. And Tarkin as well. You put him on Tarkin. With, uh, with the Emperor Vader, yeah. uh, and it, it's it's a really great looking figure. You know, the, 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 it's mostly fabric, so again the um, the articulation isn't isn't going to suffer too much. There are a few little sort of pleather patches on the trousers that you know pleather is always slightly worrying. You never know mm. quite what's going to happen in the long term, but um, but it's a great looking figure, and the sculpt is I think quite outstanding. I if if I was going to 
have any kind of real critique in it. I would have liked perhaps just a little bit more emotion in there, maybe more of a scowl, a frown. Mm. Maybe it's a pretty bit. mean Especially looking, like though. in the eyes, right? Mm. Yeah. The eyes are a little dead. He just looks like he's been asked a question that he doesn't know the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, know. that's a good way yeah. of putting it. Yeah, he, he doesn't kind of look like he's in the middle of some situation that he's dealing with. He just looks very passive, very kind of like he's got the thousand-yard stare. He's thinking about what he's going to have for dinner tonight uh, rather than – Yeah, I have him on the shelf near Dooku. Yeah. And uh, Dooku's got that look, right? Oh, he's got the, the slight scowl in the eyes. The yeah. eyes are like looking at you like he's a little pissed and he's going to kill you. And this one guy, yeah, you're right. This one's got, he's a little dead in the eyes. He's just like staring off into space. That's a shame. That's a shame. But it's a fantastic sculpt. It does really Yeah, like, it's an absolutely beautiful sculpt. I mean, you know, this is, as far as looking like the actor, this is about as close as you're going to get. He's got to be happy with that seeing it, right? Surely Gene Carlo would see it himself and say, like, whoa, crikey, that's good. Or did oh, yeah, he? I mean, or did he get if, freaked out? I wonder, maybe by you. Yeah, I mean, I would have thought, you know, if you if you're an actor and you see yourself reproduced as, uh, you know, an action figure, you know, it's it's uh, uh, yeah, okay, maybe it's a little bit of vanity, but you're gonna think, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy ten of those and send them to my mates. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah. Well, there you go. That's true. Exactly. Absolutely. Here, buy 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 a little me. Yeah, because it's you know, it'd be like, hey, look, you you got an action figure? No, exactly. Thank you very much. You um, no, and, and, and so. Going back to the actual figure, I mean, he his outfit, as I said, is mostly uh, is mostly fabric. He's got pleather boots, which again, you know, long term, who knows? But again, it, it, what it means is we've got some great articulation. You know, the 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 ankles can move really well. Uh, his upper armor is obviously rigid, and his chest, um, sorry, not chest, his epaulets. Uh, it, it's very reminiscent. I always think of um, Tie Fighter armor. It's no, that... it's snow trooper armor to be precise. Oh, well, it doesn't. It it sits much higher. It doesn't have the oh, does long, it? you know, like Dengar's got mm-hmm. so, isn't it? Kind of very long, lozenge shape. This is a shorter, higher kind of wall. Ah. Piece of okay, cool. Um, and it, but you know, it's not. It's it's a it's a unique piece that is specific to Moff Gideon, but it just has it has reminiscences of of, of Thai fighter armor. Do the little um, lights light up on the chest at all? Do you know sometimes these these armors uh, have little no lights on? Lights, no, no. no. Ah, that might be nice. He does have a couple of magnets hidden in his cloak, so you can either have it hanging directly behind him, or you can sort of drape it over shoulders. However, for some reason, the magnet on my looking at him right side, but his left, doesn't grip. Uh, I don't know what yours is like, Mike, but one grips really tightly to the arm, the other one just does nothing. So I don't yeah, know mine, both of mine work well, so that's not yeah. a problem. I think mine might be the polarity might be on the wrong side the way it's been fixed in. I'm That's sure. possible. But um, I yeah. do like the dark saber too. I mean, the inclusion of the dark saber makes him a lot ah, more unique. Ah, yes, of course. How, how's, yeah. how, how's how's that light up? Does that light up good? It doesn't light up. Oh, really? You don't. You oh, don't get a you don't get a spare arm. You don't get the old kind of light nope. feature. Oh. You just get a selection of hands for the blaster and and, and the saber. Oh, um, but again, the saber. I mean, it's one of those things that I'm. I'm sure that over the next five, three, four, five, ten years, you know, everybody's going to... This This is going to change hands so many times, isn't it, this particular weapon? Um, I don't think Karkatan comes with it yet, does it? But it probably will at some point. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's we'll see the season three there's going to be a few of them, or maybe one of them will light up, but um, but no, yeah, it's a nice addition. Season three is coming. Season three is coming. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, we're, we'll, uh, we'll stay on the Star Wars quickly, and we'll quickly cover... You want to get Django f- fetted. 
Oh yeah, I can grab him. Let me Which I could have sworn we we talked about already, but you know, you go uh, for it. I, 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 well, I, I had only broke mine out last week. Okay. Um, now this is a weird one because it's from almost certainly my least favorite Star Wars film of all time. Right. Attack of the Clones, I find a real hard slog. Oh, I yeah, find it is. No, I'm never watching it again. I'll never watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's just uh, there are bits in it, you know, where they're paying an homage to you know Ray Harryhausen with the creatures, and you know, it's it's got a real big epic sci-fi. You know, if I was if I'd have been eight years old. Oh yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a bomb. Well, I wasn't. You know, I, I I went and saw this. I was lucky enough to go to the bloody world premiere. My wife was a journalist and she got a ticket and she said, oh, no, I, I'd hate myself if you didn't go. So she gave it to me. So I went. Nice. And even though I was there with all the stars and there was a and a afterwards, I walked out of the cinema just thinking, oh, you bastard. <laughs> you bastard, Lucas, you dropped the ball. Yeah. And uh, it was just I just didn't enjoy it. It wasn't a great film. But that said, you know, we did see. Jango Fett, who is the, the daddy of all the clones, he is, uh, you know, he's Boba's daddy. He's uh, he's an interesting character, and I know Mike, you you got the the sideshow one years ago, didn't you? Um, yeah, yeah, I still have it. Which had, you know, and I think it was well documented at the time. It had a ton of problems. So you know, armor yep. panels were falling off, wobbly joints, loose bits, go, you know. So basically, I, I think you know, I I, I didn't buy that one. So I thought, okay, I've got a lot of Mandalorians now. I'm building out quite a collection. He's got to go in the collection. So I picked one up. And I'm glad I did because he does have he, – he stands really well. He's got a slightly stockier kind of physique. Uh, and he just looks – yeah, he just looks very cool. And the armor panels and everything all move very well. Fabric suit as the base. He comes – I got the special edition, so he came with two jetpacks. And he's also got the poncho. I'll almost certainly never use the poncho. Um, and I'll probably use the standard jetpack, to be honest, because it kind of looks like it was designed to be worn with the outfit. But the articulation is very good because it's a fabric-based body. There's no loose joints. All of the, you know, all the panels, all of the, uh, all of the armor stick really well. They're all velcroed on, uh, and the th- upper thigh ones have then also got the straps from the holsters holding them in. Comes with these twin blasters, comes with a load of other sort of little bits and pieces. Um, some of the actual gizmos I don't even remember. Him having in the movie, but you know, I'm sure they're important to somebody. I mean, at the end of the uh, day, it comes with the flame effect, and he also has that kind of gauntlet uh, when he's fighting with uh, Obi Wan on uh, on the clone. What was Mustafar? No, not Mustafar. Where's where is it? They make the clones. Oh, Mustafar. Camino. Camino. That's sorry. Sorry. The blade that kind of comes out of his gauntlets so that he can kind of grab the side of the metal when he's fighting with Obi Wan. Yes, he comes with all the bits and pieces you need, and it's a great. It also comes with an extra head sculpt, so you also come with a young Tomorrow Morrison. Sweet. Cool. I'll do you. Which is nice, and it's it's a good sculpt. I don't think it's one of their finest, but it's definitely very good. Again, I think you know as he's getting old, any older actor, any older character. The cat, you know, the, the kind of um, the wrinkles and stuff. I think is a sculptor's dream. So, I mean, the the the, the Ultimate Morrison that we got with the, the last Boba Fett twin pack, that was just sublime. That yeah. that head sculpt mm-hmm. is just unbelievable. It's great. I mean, this one because he's younger, he's prettier. It's it's good, but I I won't be using it. It also comes with the the, the kind of headset with the with the mic. That kind of st- and it literally just slips over the top, which is unlikely for which is unlike hot toys. Generally, everything comes in eight different pieces that you have to break apart. <laughs> oh, way onto them. But it just slides on, and it's quite effortless. Doesn't seem to put any particular tension or rubbing on the paint, which is good. Um, 
So, so yeah, all in all, I'd say, you know, if, if, if it's a figure you care about, and he is the granddaddy of all the clones, let's face it, it's important. And I'd say, yeah, grab one. Um, and yeah, I'm just on a bit of a on a bit of a Mandalorian tip at the moment. I seem to be getting a lot of them. Yeah, well, there you go. We all love the Mandalorian in this house, don't we? Um, I mean, like, like you said, Jared Jeff, he is an important character. And that's why yeah. I, that's why there's one or two characters from the prequel trilogy that you kind of maybe like I've kept my Darth, Darth Maul. I'm not a big fan of yeah. the character per se, but it's Darth Maul, and he is a kind of a cool looking character. And Jango Fett, it's a nice looking figure. It's like he comes with lots of gubbins, and he's a nice action figure to actually tinker with, and he's just cool. Some sometimes there are just some figures that are just nice. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, and you know some figures when you just get them out of the box and you just put them on the table and, and you like, oh, yeah, that looks arrange nice. them into standing. Yeah, and some are awkward and you have to keep moving them. And uh, this guy, you just stand him on the table. He looks badass. Yeah, cool. you know, he looks cool, like cool, cool. the way his hands are just by. So he looks like a gunslinger who's just going to go and grab those twin blasters. He looks. It's a great. It's a great looking figure. You know. Well, that's good. We're going to move on to something else now. You know. We're going to talk about Stallone. We're going to talk about oh. Stallone he's going to, you know it's going to be like he's going to really be really good he's like a, a really good Rambo figure he's like he's really big um all right so yeah that's my terrible Stallone impression there this is um uh, moving on completely now into 3-0 and this is a figure that kind of snuck out and kind of snuck by me and I didn't like I didn't really like the promo pictures for us I have to say um I, I thought, heard that from a lot of people yeah, a lot of I, 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 like the promo. Yeah, the promo pictures just didn't good because his head looked really too tiny, his arms were way too big, and they 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 kind of bent. They had that kind of seamless thing, but not um not full on rubber skin. Did the same thing like um Storm did with their Hulk Hogan, where it's like a nice muscle over an endo thing. So it's a very similar technique. It's a good technique, I think. I don't know how long this plastic would last. I dare say it probably would last a bit better than the rubber arms, for instance. But we'll see. Anyway, this is Rambo, John Rambo, from the movie First Blood. This is the only Rambo figure I will ever have because, man, you compare First Blood to Rambo and it's like night and day in terms of movies and what they are saying. I mean, just a, just a sidestep here. It's like one is really anti-establishment, this movie, uh, first Blood. I mean, it's really anti-establishment movie. It's an ex-Vietnam vet. It's kind of like he's treated really badly, and it's like, my goodness, it's a real kind of anti, anti kind of a army kind of movie. It's the first movie that kind of really, I think it was one of the first movies because it only came out in 1983 or 82 or 83. This movie, and I believe it was the first movie that really started putting a really kind of negative slant on Vietnam and, and things like that. And this is the, this movie, the original cut of this movie, by the way, he commits suicide at the end. He doesn't walk away with Trotman. He commits suicide. Because in the book, he commits suicide. And there's original, they shot the original movie, I believe, with this ending, and it didn't go down well, so they made a happier ending instead. But this is the figure itself. This is from, this is from 3-0, a company that definitely, uh, Mike... Uh, has mm -hmm. been really, really upping their game and making very satisfying action figures. Their Game of Thrones stuff has been. I've been telling you that for really... years. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, but you know, it takes time for these companies to get, get, to get good. We're looking at you, yeah, Star Race. We're looking at you, Star Race. Oh my God, Star Race! What the hell is happening with Star Race? Oh yeah, they're going. What crazy. the hell, man? But in the meantime, three zero are um, doing really well. And this Rambo figure is, it's, it's excellent. It, I, it loses one star. I'll get on to why it loses one star. 
But I got this figure, uh, kind of like a bit of a spontaneous thing for my birthday. Because like, ah, oh, well, you know, I'd like something for my birthday. This is a new figure. I like my 80s movies. Da, 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 da. I'm quite fond of this movie. And I was like, ah, oh, I'll, I'll just get it. But then I, I got it for my birthday and I cracked them open. And I absolutely love this. The, the tailoring is really good. The body is, is quite a sound, good, solid, heavy body on him. The anatomy is on his arms is very good. Um, the ball joints are a touch big. And they, they do slightly upset the, the shape of the hand to wrist thing. And it does make his hands look a little thingy and stuff. And I will say his head is indeed a touch small. But does not actually take away from how good the figure is in terms of how it looks. It just means that Sloan is a little bit bigger than how he actually is. Because Sloan's not a tall dude. He's not a, the biggest lad in the world. But he's ripped to shreds, of course. He's excellent musculature. And um, this is Stallone when he really started getting lean. You know, and, you know. by the time we, you, you see him getting leaner through the Rockies, but then this is a sidestep from the Rockies. This is Stallone. And this is a great, really, in my opinion, a great figure for the, for the money you're paying for him. He's less than 200 and you know it's it's really good you get um the big m60 machine gun and you get two uh you get three bullet um uh, belts two that you can wrap around his chest so you can get all the different looks sometimes he's got one bullet around his chest depending on how much ammo he's going he's run through trouble the m16 going nuts doesn't he and um you you can then get the other bullet that comes bullet belt that comes from the gun and wraps around the wrist which is what you know it's, it's your typical rambo pose if you want your typical rambo pose it's good, but the, the the trousers are really dirty. The weathering and the dirtiness of this figure is what really makes this figure. It really, he's grimy, he's dirty, he looks well weathered, and he looks, he's very cinematic. And I gotta tell you, this is the finest Sylvester Stallone sculpt I have seen so far. It's not perfect, but especially on the side profile and from uh, corner, three quarter angles, it looks superb. And he's got the lovely scarf around his neck as well as a proper material and it hangs, hangs really nicely. You also get the M16 machine gun, which is your standard kind of military uh, 80s. It's, a very, it's such an 80s machine gun. It always reminds me of the A-Team, the M16, and the M60s in particular. Always remind me of the A-Team because those guns came with the figures if you were a collector when you were a kid. And what he also comes with as well is um, he comes with this kick-ass, big-ass Bowie knife that he has. And you can indeed attach it to this very nicely sculpted stick with the, the twine wrapped around it that he uses for a thingy. And he also comes with the, 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 the long rag of kind of whatever bin or uh, material that he, he ripped off something to make a kind of a, a weather suit for himself. And you can put that on over and it's dead easy. And it comes with a wire that you just wrap around and it holds on really nicely. It's a really, really nice figure. I'm extremely happy with this. One thing, and it's the part I'm going back to, which is the loser of the star, is the pegs are brittle. They do give you four sets, three sets, four sets of pegs in total with this figure, so they are expecting you to break them. However, as we know, when a peg breaks off, it tends to break off inside the cavity, and it's a nightmare to get that out. I managed to get it out. Both, both pegs and both wrists broke off with simple posing. With simple posing, it was not a cold day either. Both pegs broke. Fine, I replaced them fine. But unfortunately for me, one of the pegs stuck inside the hole and I couldn't get it out and I grinded it away and I grinded it away to the point where now the hand just kind of falls off. So I have to kind of use a bit of blue tech in there. So, but from what I understand, I have been told from the seller that I bought this from because I got it off eBay, is that 3-0 are quite good with sorting out and replacement parts unlike Hot Toys. So let's actually put that to the test, ladies and gentlemen. I will... On the next podcast, one of you guys, please remind me, did uh, 3-0 sort out of replacement? Because I only really want the replacement arm. I'm not asking replacement figure. I just want a replacement arm. Hopefully, you can pop the arm off and just replace the arm so I can have a stump that isn't worn to shreds from me trying to pull out the peg that broke so easily. 
But there you go. Any of you guys interested in this video, Jeff? Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not a massive Rambo fan. I, as you say, I mean, the the original movie compared to what came after it is like chalk and cheese. You know, the first one is a classic and I do enjoy it, but I'm still not the biggest fan. I've, I've, I've still got the, from years ago, you know, the M65 jacket version that Hot Toys did. Yeah, I still got that one too. Yeah, yeah. And and, that, and it's funny because there was a new one, Caustic, was it Caustic Plastic did recently? Or? No, Stallone himself stores. Yeah, Stallone, Stallone himself stores has done one. But I think um, the I think Caustic Plastic are working quite closely with them in and doing their releases. And it, it, and it was it was a good looking figure, but it wasn't again enough of a massive upgrade mm. for me personally to on. Yeah, I keep the Rambo that nostalgia factor, that historical yeah. factor. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly, those. yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, that's one of the figures I actually lost, is their first Rambo. I can't figure out what happened to it. I don't think I ever sold it. That first one they did with the yeah, yeah. Uh, without the jacket? Yeah. Um, I had that one too, and that one's gone missing. But I still have the one with the with the M60 uh, they, with the they jacket. Did, they did one in a in a kind of halo suit as well, didn't they? I think um, so. Yeah, hot. It was one of the. We're we're going back to in the you know in the first few years of their releases. Well, we're talking the first. These were like in the first two dozen. Yeah, it was the because they, they, they did. Yeah, they did, they did the um the the command. Who was his commanding officer? I can't remember. Trotman. Troutman, yeah. Troutman, that's it. They did a version of him, which is, you know, they'd never do now. Um, and it was quite cool for that. But yeah, they said that, like you said, you know, they did the version with the vest and they did the version with the high, the high altitude, low opening suit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I didn't pick them up either. I, I only got the M65 version. Uh, did, have, have you picked up this one up at all, Mike? Nope, nope. No, well, I mean, it, it, but it's it's it is interesting to see that Stallone himself is, seems to be on a bit of a kick at the moment of trying to make uh, branding his own stuff at the moment. I know it was a bit of a hookadoo, but Stallone tried to actually get back the rights or get the rights to the Rocky movies so he could make his own merchandise based on the Rocky movies. Yeah. But you know, that's not the contract he signed. He signed. He didn't. He didn't sign up to own the characters. He whatever he did, whatever. But whatever he's trying to make a deal. But it's interesting to see that you have three zero making a Rambo figure from the same movie, and Stallone's company himself have released their own Rambo, which is the Rambo that you, he's, he's basically just the, the kind of the, the hitchhiker Rambo. He's just, he got the dirt yeah. bag. I'm not sure why you'd want that Rambo. It's a nice figure, but I'm not sure why you'd want that one over this one. And the, the, the head sculpt is nice on that one, but it's a little caricature-y. This, one, is, this yeah. one does feel to be more realistic and just just feels more from the movie. The, the, it, but the it, other thing is, sorry. It, it is nice. The, the, the Sloan one is nice, but it, it's interesting that he's now released a Stallone Cobra figure as well. He's releasing a Stallone Cobra as well. Yeah. Stallone on his own, and I didn't like to look at that at all. To be honest, I'm, I'm not getting that because it's a terrible movie anyway. So I'm not getting that one. But I'm just interested. It's just interesting to see what one Stallone himself is going to make versus the actual official he'll licenses. Be, he'll, be, he'll be doing over the top next. Oh, yeah, he'll, do, he'll do over the top. Yeah, as well. Cliffhanger. Do, look, if he does a Demolition Man, I'm in. You know, if he does yeah, a yeah. John Spartan, I'm definitely in for a Demolition yeah. Man. You know, and stuff like that. I, I'm, I'm a casual Stallone fan. I'm a Schwarzenegger I've, I've, fan I've, through I've, and through. But and I've, I've got a great third-party um, Judge Dredd that they did a few years back. Yeah, that's right. And it is very good. I mean, I've got you know the 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 the, the who was it that made it? The uh, was it Three A did the um, uh, 
the comic book version. That's and right, yeah, they the, did, yeah, the comic book And version. there was a bootleg version. The, from of the movie, the, which the was the one I have. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a great-looking figure. You know, it's Stallone all over, and it's a great representation of the outfit. And the film, you know, it's love it or hate it. It's, it's nostalgia value. Well, but, all, um, all I can say to our listeners is that if you were on the, on the fence about the Stallone, uh, this, or rather, this 3-0 Rambo First Blood figure, not the Stallone one, the 3-0 one, if you're on the fence about this one, get, get this one. It's it's a thing, really thing, nice was, figure, guys. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say was with three zero. I mean, obviously, you know, not forgetting that they were, you know, when they were working with Ashley Wood three A, mm. uh, and when they were doing all the pop bot stuff and all the, um, you know, the, the the different. I mean, when it came to weathering, those guys were utterly off the scale. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they've robots, always been fantastic at it. Yeah, yeah, they're they're robots. They're they humanoid figures because they're all slightly sort of cartoony because <clears throat> they were in that kind of. Uh, Ashley kind of style, Ashley was style, but the weathering on them, you know, these things look like they had lived through a couple of nuclear winters. They were really grimy, well done, well kind of like observed. So, yeah. well, I mean, it it, yeah. it, it seems to me that they these three uh, zero seem to excel at paint application for a good price, yeah. and they've managed to do it here. Even the even the like the weathering on the kind of. Uh, Rag that he puts the long or uh, a ramble puts over him when he's in the forest. His the tarp. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. Tarp. The tarp that he puts yeah, over him. Wax it, it it like it feels waxy. You know, it's yeah. it's quite a stiffness and it's got weathering to it. It's it's just really good, man. It's just a, I have him. I actually have him in the tarp with the M16 over his gun and the um, the dagger on the stick. That's the look I have for him. And in, in because I just think it just looks really cool. But the 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 the, the wife beater vest that he's got on is really grimy as well. It's it's a good figure, guys. Highly recommended. We better move on though because we're gonna, we're running out of time. We're going to quickly jump on to I think let's do Q, Mike. Q from XO6. Well, first off, I can't rave enough about Axo 6. There is not another 6L company out there right now doing the kind of quality they're doing at the price they're doing it and at the speed they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you want to talk about Q, and we haven't really had a chance to talk about Q since he came out. And since Q came out, they've already released Saru from Discovery mm-hmm. uh, and Mirror Mirror Sulu from uh, original series, and Tuvok should be here within a week or two. They are so, belting them out, man. They are yeah, so here on fire, they, those guys. Yeah, it's amazing. Things are generally under 200 bucks. I think Q was like maybe 215 He was just over. Fantastic. The, the head life. sculpt is just about as perfect as you can get. I mean, it's just it's beautiful work. The hat is actually part of it it's glued on you don't want to be trying to take it off mm-hmm. uh by doing that they got it to sit just right you know you don't have to worry about it having to fudge around with it mm-hmm. to get the look mm-hmm. just right um the costume's beautiful there's wires in it so you can pose the iron you know the, the bottom of the costume and the sleeves the wires and the sleeves are particularly important because it's big big billowy yeah. sleeves yeah, yeah so it gives you a chance to really create a nice look with the sleeves i i got a look on on the shelf that i really am happy with he's got the medallion i forget what that was called it's got a name it's like a mayor's mayor's cop thing, isn't it? Like the mayor of the town who has one or something like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And um, he comes with a couple different hand sculpts, including, of course, the snapping fingers uh, pose. Um, so he's not he's, it's not like you're going to get a billion accessories, but it is a beautiful, it is it is maybe my favorite of the truck figures they've done. It's, it's just really good, Mike. I'm looking at your website now on mwctoys.com, uh, listeners. Uh, if you go on there now, Mike's got some really good pictures on there at the moment. It's really good. Like, what it, what it seemed to be as well, they weren't afraid of going into his imperfections on the face either. Right, right, right. You know yeah, what I mean? I you know, he doesn't have the straightest features in the world, but he's got, it's full of character. And you're really getting that smug, 
So you're getting the smugness quite across on the face there, aren't you, with, with, with this? It's, yeah. it's very good. I have to say, oh, he does a finger clicky as well. He's got a finger click as well. Yeah, he's got his, his snapping well, fingers. Well, it has to be and he's about look. the right height. He's a little taller than everybody else, like he should be. Hmm. I mean, when you it, think about it, though, guys. It was the very first episode, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. First and last. In this last. outfit. He wore this, I think yeah. he wore this outfit on the last one, right? Yes, yeah, he, was, does, he does. He does. two times he, he wore this outfit. He bookends the series, which makes, in my opinion, Star Trek Next Generation one of the finest TV series ever made because he bookends both of them. He sets everything up in the very first episode, and then he concludes his whole ideology by the, the very final episode, but like seven seasons later, you know? And I, I, that's what I love about Next Generation. Next Generation, for me, finished... I mean, I know that First Contact is a good one, and I'm fine with Insurrection, but Next Generation does finish with the, the last episode, which is... What's the last episode called again? Uh, no, um... I, I know the name of it. I know the name of the last episode. But anyway, it's really good, and I loved that about that, that Q... There's a kind of a humanity on trial with Q, isn't there? And he, yep. that's essentially what the whole next generation was, was like trial of humanity. And I just, I, I thought that worked so well. I know they try to kind of wedge something a little bit similar like that into kind of Enterprise in kind of a cockeyed kind of a way with having Riker as the chef we never saw. But mm. this, this was way, this, this worked so well for me. And Q is a good character. I'd have this figure. If I had the room, I would happily have this figure. And that's it for the uh, Star Trek ones, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, well, Star Trek, like I said, we should be talking more about X-06. Like I said, we've had uh, Mirror Mirror Sulu just came out. Mm. We had, uh, and we've got uh, Tuvok. It'll be the third Voyager figure uh, coming out in the next couple of weeks. So, And they've got the uh, movie versions of, uh, the first movie uh, versions of, the motion picture versions of Kirk and Spock. Which I'm actually keen on. I'm actually digging those two. I might spring out, uh, but I I think I might wait for the Wrath of Khan, uh, Kirk, though. I I think I might wait for Wrath of Khan. I really, really, really like that. I'm I'm impressed so much how, like, they're going deep into the lore as well with the characters. They're going like, wow, you're you're releasing that figure. Wow, you're going to release that figure. They're releasing um, the the, 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 the nasty captain from um, Discovery. Like, what's his name? Um, Jason Isaacs. Oh yeah, they're, they're yeah, like they're yeah. releasing him for crying out loud. I'm like, right, okay. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, uh, what's his name, Saru here. Yeah, Saru's gorgeous too. Saru, Saru, nice looking figure, nice looking figure. I think their very first alien, and uh, it looks really good. Yeah, nice stuff. The tailoring looks good. He's very lanky. He does look a bit odd with his high heels, doesn't he? There's Saru, but yeah, good stuff. Let me have a quick look at the the Sulu because I'm like, I love me a bit of Sulu. Oh wow, okay. Again, they're they're they're. I like how bold and daring they're going. I mean, they're like, let's give Sulu his crazy smile. You know, yeah, well, it is the mirror, mirror version with the scar. You've got to have the crazy smile. And it works. I'm sure Takai must be happy with it. And that. if you compare it to the QMX, which I like the QMX. I've got it here. You know, it's yeah. the, it was one of the harder ones they got. Uh, they didn't make very many of them. Yeah. But the two sculpts aren't, there isn't even a comparison. I mean, it's not, it's not even it's close. Really, really, really. And there is a photo of the two of them together. And really it's just, nice it's, well, we're going to cover one more figure, and then we're going to cover Bilbo and Jorah, and then we're going to end the show. But and, and this this figure, we won't get too much of a mention because it is unlicensed, and we don't want to be necessarily promoting unlicensed figures. But look, man, Sideshow advertised their Rich Rick Deckard from Blade Runner figure about like three years ago at San Diego Comic Con. Four years ago, was it at the Comic Con we were at, Mike? Maybe what the twenty nineteen. I just remember it at Comic Con, so it could have been. Yeah, and and I've been I've been waiting for that figure from Sideshow, and it's never materialized. 
And in the meantime, some other company, and I actually don't know the name of it. I know it's Dark Toys. Yeah, Dark Toys are called. And um, they released, and there's been a, quite a few uh, Rick Deckard figures. There's also been, yeah. um, there's also been oh, yeah. um, uh, the, 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 the other one from the 2043 figure as well, Agent K, Agent J, yeah. K, sorry, Agent K, um, from Blade Runner. And, and it's like there's been a few of those. I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait till someone else gets a bit better because it's not quite there yet. I know Matey's face is a bit of an awkward one, but that's fine. But specifically from Rick Deckard, Blade Runner is one of my all-time favorite movies. I've always wanted a Rick Deckard. There's three movies that I still haven't got good figures for, and it's Gladiator, Mad Max, and Blade Runner. We need figures from those three movies, but now we have, it is an unlicensed Rick Deckard. And I have to say, I'm very happy with this figure. It's pretty good, yeah. It looks pretty good. The underlying body is in grace. It lacks uh, the trapezius. The neck is quite long. But you don't notice it because he's got quite a lot of clothing. And sometimes when you, you do need a very slim body when there's a lot of layer of clothing. Yeah. To, to, otherwise, it looks too poofy and awkward and it doesn't fall right and stuff like that. It, it, this... This is one of those figures that's kind of like, you know, it, it, it's, it's not perfect, but it's the best we got, and it's plenty good for me for now. Um, the head sculpt is one of the finest uh, Rick Deckard sculpts I've seen. It is a very good sculpt. It's slightly let, let down by the, by the paint app, or rather the lack of, but it's still good. You know, you, you put this on the shelf, I've got him holding his badge now, and you've got the badge with the detail, and you have the ID, and everything. It's a, it's a proper little leather pouch and everything that you put in, so that won't crumble, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, it's a proper little leather pouch, or leather uh, wallet for his uh, ID, for his um, Deckard Blade Runner badge. And that's that's really nice. Um, he comes with this cool gun. The gun is very nicely sculpted. It's got the kind of uh, amber-esque kind of uh, handle to it with the two triggers. It's a really nice gun. He comes with the Void Com test. He comes with a glass and a bottle of whatever whiskey he's drinking. He also comes Johnny with... Walker. Johnny, is it Johnny Walker he's drinking? It's Johnny Walker, uh, Black Label. Uh, with a specially designed bottle by Johnny Walker for the film. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's a fact bomb from Jeffrey Parker there. And he also comes with his um, uh, 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 origami uh, foil um, that... Um, Maybe the yeah unicorn, which is you got to have on, on the thing, and he also comes with a base, a standard hot toy old school black base that just has Rick written on it, and a slight sort of street scene, a generic street kind of neo street scene. Um, in terms of tailoring, the tailoring could be better, but again, it's fine, it's okay. This is this figure is cheap. This I and I I you you can get it for about two hundred quid now because the prices have gone up. But on original release, this guy was only about one hundred and seventy. Um, it's good because he comes with his shirt. The jacket, so it's like a big, heavy poof, a big, heavy kind of duster jacket. Then there's a kind of a, a waist jacket underneath, and then he's got a shirt, and he's got a tie and everything. The tie is a little frustrating because it tends to, it doesn't rely flat in his chest, so you kind of need to futz with something like that. There, the tie, you might want to retie the tie because it's a little bit loose, and to bring in those collars a little bit. Um, pants are nice, folds nice. The boot, the shoes could have a little bit of wear on them. They kind of don't. They're just a bit flat black, but. And and the most annoying thing of it was the belt that goes around the um, the actual jacket. It just it just doesn't want to hang. It's a very stiff, starchy, you know, material that doesn't want to drape at all. So the material could probably be, you know, it it could do it a bit of weathering and it could do it a bit of messing about with to get it looking right. But I tell you what, I'm very I'm still very happy with it. It's it's Deckard. It looks like Deckard on my shelf. I now have Deckard alongside Ripley, you know, I have it alongside Ripley and and you know Murphy. You know, and how good is that? You know, it's just finally yeah. good to have a nice decorative. But if Sideshow released theirs, man, this is out the door, and I'm getting me a Sideshow one, I'll be buying that official one and stuff like that. Because it will likely be better, and the tailing will likely, fingers crossed, be better. But 
watch this space, boys and girls, for that one. On, on that, so I mean, any, you, you guys know the one I'm on about, don't you? This dark, this dark toys, Rick Deckard one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I looked at it. I thought about it. Um, because likewise, you know, Blade Runner is pretty much my all-time favorite movie, <sighs> and I've always really wanted a shit-hot Rick Deckard. But yeah. at the same time, like you're saying, I'm, you know, there's a little part of me, you know, I'm now halfway through my fifth century, uh, sorry, century, fifth uh, decade on this <laughs> planet, and it's uh, a century will be good, but um. But I, I'm thinking somebody is eventually going to. I know it's a licensing quagmire nightmare, the whole thing around Blade Runner. But I'm thinking somebody, whether it's Sideshow or not, somebody is eventually going to do it. Now, what I do still have, and this must have been like 20 years ago, because it was, it might have been before I had kids, so it'll be over 20 years ago. Um, I remember buying this uh, Rick Deckard figure. It was called Android Hunter, I think. Mm. Um, and it was made by this Japanese designer who went by the name of Master something or other. Sorry, my brain's gone. Apparently, so the story goes, when Toys McCoy did their classic Indiana Jones, which everybody knows and loves, um, they also had plans for doing uh, Blade Runner, Rick Deckard. But again, because of the licensing problem, even back then, over 20 years ago, they couldn't get it off the ground. So this Japanese guy did this limited run of 250 figures, of which I managed to secure one. And I've got it still to this day. And it's in a very crude box. And uh, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it's more like it adds, you know, it's it's got more G.I. Joe in it than it has high-end action. Right. But it's um, but it you know you can tell it's of Harrison Ford rather than looking exactly like Harrison Ford. The outfit for its time over 20 years ago was brilliant, you know, and it comes with a little metal blaster. It's actually diecast blaster. Everything about the tailoring is spot on in in so much as they've really observed the original garments, they've tailored them. Yeah, 20 years later, these things it doesn't look as cool as it could. But there's something about it that I just love because I know that was the very first time anybody on this planet could get a Rick Deckard figure. And I got it, and it's there, and it's going to be mine forever. There you go. It's kind of like, I, I hope there's a better one coming out, but that one's never leaving my Take place. a picture of that for me, will you, Jeff? Because I'd like to see what that looks oh, like. Oh, well, it's, 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 it's actually, it, it was on display up until about a year ago. All right. Now back in, um, in storage, but I'll oh. find it. Because I got two. I got them from Forbidden Planet back in the day. Yeah. Oh. God, it was over 20 years ago. I got but I got that, and I also got a version of Roy Batty, uh, which I think was just called the Android, which was a different company. Ooh. It's slightly better. You know, it looks more like uh, uh, heading towards a high-end action figure less G.I. Joe but it's um yeah okay well I'd, I'd, I'd like to check that and again and I'd love a Roy Baddies one thing but Mike were you were you were, were you uh, had you your eye on this one as well yeah I had my eye on it but I didn't pull the trigger didn't. Um, I might keep an eye on it and see see if I can get something close to 200 it is it is it is nice Mike I mean I, it, you, and it comes with two head sculpts as well there's not a, a different expression between two sculpts might have been nice but you get one bloody nose one and he's a bit, a bit more beat up which is actually a head sculpt I've on because it's just it adds more character to him, I think, looking a bit more beat up. Because, you know, in, in the movie, he shoots poor Zora straight in the back and he's a bit mental after it. And I, that's the scene I like. I like that one because that's the kind of his realization where he's like, hold on, that, 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 that didn't feel right. I quite like that. But anyway, we better quickly go on and we're going to quickly cover uh, Bilbo and Jorah, Mike. Take it over. Bilbo Baggins from Asmus. Yeah, so Asmus uh, is this is another. Um... From the Hobbit movie, now, don't you. have From enough appreciation movie. and love for. I do. I have pretty much everything they've done. Uh, some of them, when the you know, the problem is, is in the early years, like five years ago, they had a couple of 
uh, figures that weren't as good, and then you get a reputation. And then as they've improved because they listen to the fans, they change things as they go along, uh, and they have steadily improved. And this Bilbo, uh, this is old Bilbo. So this is Lord of the Rings Bilbo. Sorry, I said Hobbit. Uh, it's Lord of the Rings. He comes Bilbo. in. Uh, yeah, it's not the Hobbit. The Hobbit. They did that one earlier. This one is better than that one. It's using that same body. They're getting their money's worth out of the body. Mm. But um, the the two head sculpts you get two. They're both fantastic. The one, of course, that you're going to probably use the most is just the regular kind of stern-looking uh, Bilbo, thoughtful-looking Bilbo, I like to think of him. I've got him posed on the shelf holding his pipe in one hand and his journal in the other, and he's wearing – he's got uh, two different jackets you can wear. So uh, he's got the blue uh, jacket that he wore for his birthday, and that's the one I've got him posed in the one spot. Now, I actually bought ended up buying two of these by accident. Uh, I had ordered the exclusive that they had through uh, Asmus Toys website, which comes with a polyresin base. Oh. So you're getting a polyresin base and the figure for 185 uh, comes with two head sculpts. Uh, the second head sculpt has him uh, when he lost his lost his shit. Remember, you know, yeah. he tried to take the ring yeah, 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 yeah. and goes like nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's got that head sculpt. It looks great. It's well hideous. Looking teeth and wide bulging eyes and the hair. Yeah, it looks great. That one I put on the other body. Uh, and that has the brown traveling coat with his backpack and his walking stick. Uh, so you can you can have him looking that way too on the shelf. He comes with an assortment of hands, and, and uh, there is a ring that you can uh, – it comes on one of the hands, but you can take it off and put it on any one of the fingers you want. Um, he comes with uh, – let me see what I'm thinking about. What backpack, it comes with a pot, pot a and a cup. That he came with the backpack. It's got a little bedroll attached to it. There's a uh, cup drinking cup and there's another pot that you can hook onto the back of the, the bedroll if you want um, but yeah for 185 bucks and that's the exclusive the regular version that and the only thing the regular version's missing is that small poly resin like grassy base uh is about 170 175 somewhere in there and it's it's a great figure for that price just it's the the portrait the head sculpt on it uh, is rivals their their crown series Gandalf. Uh, you know, it's not it's sculpted yeah. there instead of there, but mm -hmm. the skin, the texturing, the likeness, it's just really outstanding. It's very nice. I'm looking at your photos here, and it's very nice. Um, is that a new Gandalf hat you got with us? Now, it here's the weird thing. You know, they did a new Gandalf hat. Like I just said, they listened to their customers. Customers complained about the Gandalf. We did, hat. rightfully so. so. They came up with a way. They decided we're going to make another Gandalf <laughs> hat, and we're going to get it out to people. Now they've said they're going to send it a bunch of different ways. One way they're doing it is if you buy another figure, they're putting in with other figures, right? So as they ship out new figures, they're going to ship Gandalf hats with them just in case you need one. I got a Gandalf hat with the regular release. I didn't get one with the exclusive, which I thought was really weird. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, don't know why I didn't get one with the exclusive, but I got it with the regular release, and it is nice. It's sculpted plastic. It actually looks a little better, especially uh, in profile. Like I'm standing in the in the institute here right now, looking at it from about five feet away uh, at, at an angle, and the the way the hat is shaped, coming off his head and and like curling the tip, like points a little back up, and it lays back. Um, it looks really good. Um, I do like the cloth hat because it's cloth. I used the one from the second Bilbo they did. Yeah. It was actually a pretty good hat. But I have to admit, I'm glad I switched to this one. So you got a plastic hat replacement to replace the the, the material hat. Does it? Cause yeah. I'm looking at pictures. Does the hat fit further down onto his head? Yeah, and it's got a magnet to hold it in place. 
Right, okay. Okay, that, that's interesting. So how can I go? I guess I just play email Well, them, now they've said they're supposed to ship it with other figures, and they're supposed to find... They said they will find some way that you can just get the hand by itself. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard I, I, how I, they figured that out yet, but that's what they're working on. I remember reading if they, if, if even if you can just prove it with an email, apparently, you know, an order, something, you know, to prove that you paid for this thing in the past, yeah. they will send it to you. I think I got, yeah. I, I think I got mine from maybe. I mean, Sideshow they're really good about this stuff. The, uh, you know, um, uh, the sword, Aragorn's sword, Andruil. Yes, Andruil. They did one for Christmas. Um, it's a special release, and they sent it to regular customers free. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good of them. That's good of them. I mean, yeah. I mean, they just do cool stuff like that. They're a really good company. As, I'm, I'm really pleased with the work. It's, that's one of those collections on my shelf that I, you know, I always go back to is the Lord of the Rings by Asmus. Well, unless you yeah. guys, as you guys remember, I put post in the chat to you guys. I did actually end up fixing the uh, existing Gandalf hat myself quite quite well actually. So mm -hmm. I did, and and that actually worked quite well. I saw there was a guy on YouTube who actually look it up. Just Gandalf Asmus Toys Gandalf hat fix. You'll find it on YouTube, and a guy shows you exactly how to do it. And I don't like going near tailored stuff. I don't like doing things at all. But it was very simple. You cut away the little thingy, put the thingy back on, and it worked the treat. I pulled the hat right yeah. down, and he looks a million bucks now. I love this figure. Now that a hat fits on perfectly, I just love it. It's a great, great, great figure. But the underlying body, I found that the limbs were way too loose. The ankles, he doesn't stay by his ankles like at all. So that's kind of, that's kind of annoying, Jeff. You just fired us over there, that uh, Blade Runner picture. That looks all right, doesn't it, for an yeah, older figure? Yeah, I just sent you those pictures. I just sent you some pictures of that original Blade Runner figure. I say it was a very limited run. It was like over 20 years ago. Yeah, that's not um, bad at and, all. And you can see what I mean about it. it owes more of a nod to uh, mm. GI Joe than it does to anything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the wrist pegs and everything, it's a very basic. But I, I love it. There's some. I think there's something about the fact that because it's the way it is. It feels very. There's something just very cool about it. In the same way as the toys McCoy Indies. Yes, yes, very nice, very nice, very nice, very nice. Now, Mike, before we go on to the next review, do you actually have pictures of uh, the Mormont on your site? No. You don't. Okay, so I'll just go. I haven't reviewed him yet. I'll just go to the sideshow one then at the moment. Okay, yeah. so this is uh, Mormont, uh, uh, Jorah Mormont from Game yeah, of Thrones. That's the latest one that Three Zero has released for Game of Thrones. I don't know who's next. I do think they're doing another. They're doing another hound, a later a later season version of the hound. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure who else is still I'll have coming. Look what side you have. But this is another excellent line. I mean, they just you know, uh, if they, they dude, I love this figure. One, this figure looks great. They've had one failure in this line out of what I consider you know, well maybe two, maybe two failures out of about what three dozen figures, two dozen figures, and and Mormont just he just fits right right in with the rest of them. He's just a great figure. The sculpt, I think the forehead's a little wide, but he does it, you know who it is immediately. I mean, there's no question about the actor or the character. You, yeah. you pick up on him as soon as you look at it. The paint uh, work that they're doing in production has really improved. You can see it in the hair on this figure because um, he actually has a, a, a nice variety in the color of the strands, right? It's it's sort of, you're starting to get that uh, salt and peppery sort of, you know, there's some blonde, there's some gray. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice mixture. The work on the, the, uh, the face for the... Uh, the stubble is really detailed and really nice. So it's a, it, the head sculpt is really nice. Now he, does, he doesn't have any kind of extreme expression. He's just kind of standing there looking at you. Yeah, but he had that look anyway in the show. He was a very yeah, kind of one. He's just look pretty straight up. The costume is excellent. The boots uh, have lots of mud on them. Just like we said earlier, 3 Zero does a fantastic job of weathering this stuff. They're a nice two-piece boot design, so you get plenty of ankle articulation. Uh, the costume itself, there's a wire. You know, he's got kind of that skirt that goes over his pants. 
uh, and that's that skirt has a wire in the bottom of it so you can it around the legs in different ways. The armor on his shoulders uh, is actually held in place with magnets. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Remove that for you know another look with the cloak. Um, comes with the cloak. He's got a couple different swords. He's got one that goes on his belt, right, in a scabbard, and then he's got the big, huge, uh, two-handed broadsword uh, as well. Uh, and so he's he's a terrific-looking figure. And again, I think he was he's two hundred, maybe one ninety. You know, the, this is this is a way nicer figure than than what you're getting oftentimes for two sixty two seventy. Yeah, I I would happily have this figure, man. This though and the JB Lannister, the second JB Lannister, were just like although the first JB Lannister was nice too. They're they're, they're lovely figures. All the Game of Thrones stuff are, are nice, and I wonder are we going to get figures now of the new Game of Thrones, and we got a new Jon Snow series coming uh, later on as well. So. You know, we'll have a whole, maybe a whole bunch of figures on on them then, kind of things. So that's that, that's going to be good. Are you guys enjoying the new Game of Thrones? Before we finish up, uh, yeah, I'm an episode behind, mm. uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm not going to lie, I totally intend to watch Game of Thrones, like I totally intend to watch House of Dragons. Haven't started them. Totally uh, enjoying Andor. I'm absolutely lost in Sandman at the moment. Oh, okay. That is oh, just I've the got best thing on television, freaking ever. I would really like to get some Sandman figures. Those would be yeah. fantastic. Some I mean that's, that has that blown. Me. I mean, I'm really enjoying the writing in Andor because it's 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 a bit. You know, there's a little part of me thinks you know, grown up Star Wars almost just shouldn't belong because it's not meant to be grown up. Star yeah, Wars. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but at the same time, I'm loving it. Yeah. But Sandman, oh man, that is. I mean, I I didn't read it religiously back then. I remember reading a few of them. But this TV, uh, Netflix have just done it absolutely perfectly. Yeah, well, they've, they shopped it around for quite a long time. Series. So they eventually, they, and you know, gaming himself, like they shopped it around for quite a while, and he wanted to have complete control of it and it's stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I mean, all, it's a good show. You, you We're getting into it too. Neil Gaiman wrote, so, you, know, you can't go wrong. Neil Gaiman wrote it, so you can't go wrong yeah. from, from from the offset as long as you do it right. And they've done it right. Yeah, you know, yeah. They've casted it well. They've set it well. They, it, the cinematography and everything, it's just, it feels epic. We're spoiled for I'm TV at the moment, well, man. TV every night so far is great. They'll complain about Netflix shows having the same look, and then they'll somehow say, this does too, and I think they're full of crap. The show looks <laughs> Who says that? like a comic book. Right, a graphic novel. There are scenes in this show, the way they're framed, yeah, yeah. that are just yeah. like you're looking at panels out of, the, out of the graphic novel. Yeah, and, yeah. and my wife, who has no history with Sandman whatsoever, doesn't know of it. You know, and, and I said to her, you know, I, I don't know this thing religiously. I, I, I don't. Neither do that, I. I don't know anything about it either. I just know the Dave McKean art. I read some of them back in the day, but it was always quite difficult to get hold of them in in the comic shops I went to. So anyway, but she's loving it as much as I am. She's just like, this is really well thought through well written well acted i mean that the last episode i watched we were both you know almost in tears it was just so well conceived it was beautiful yeah mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah i've got to finish it i've got a couple more to go we are yeah. spoiled tv so good at the moment i mean it really is in lord of the rings game of thrones uh-huh. sandman she hulk and or oh my god does a there's yeah you a, can't really i mean it's brilliant complaints no i it's 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 like a buffet pick what you want pick what you want it can't all be amazing guys it can't all be amazing well it they're not all for you no exactly no. right i mean people will like i've got i was talking to somebody there, oh she sucks no. no no it doesn't it's actually a very funny sitcom now it might not be for you you might want everything to be in the MCU the same way as, you know, you want more, more Iron Man. 
But this is a very funny, very well written sitcom. Yeah. And it, and it just follows that formula and it does it with superheroes yes. in a way that we've really not seen before. And I'm loving it. I think yeah, it's hilarious. It's, it's and, not and for you in the same way it. the TV show Ali McBeal was not for you. The, the, some yeah. shows are not for yeah, you. You yeah, can watch yeah. them, but. Have you guys seen the teaser for Werewolf by Night? The black and white. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, it's like Marvel has just got such a breadth of amazing stuff from, you know, whether you read it or not back when you were a kid, it doesn't matter. It's all there. It's all ripe for the picking. It's all ripe for coming out and just being brilliant. So like you were saying, Mike, you know, yeah, you might not like She-Hulk. It's it's a sitcom. It's, it's meant to be doing what it is. Werewolf by Night is going to be something completely different. You know, something under the same umbrella does not need to be the same no it no it doesn't but i i I will i will say though that i would if you do really think about it in in terms of the whole marvel cinematic universe in terms of marvel and i'm including the fox stuff here now with all marvel all marvel movies have been made so far none of them have really gone for it in the way that logan has and i would like to show Marvel can go down that route a bit more. Right, you, you take the Daredevils and Punishers out of the equation because those ones are, again, very different, again. And they weren't movies either. But in terms of Marvel movies, Logan is the only one, in my opinion, that had stones to do something and was kind of about something a bit more human-y. Or, do, you know, do you know what I mean? Just a bit more weighty mm-hmm. and serious. And yeah, I do think yeah. Marvel characters... They're, everything so far is very fantastical. It's all very fantastic, and they're going more fantastical. I would like it's it's like Moon Knight to me was I thought was going to be and it was a little disappointing even though I thought there's something there it's a bit different I was a little ultimately disappointed with it and 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 the other ones Loki I was enjoying and all the rest of it, but I'm just we do need something that's a little bit more like I do hope now if we get a new Punisher it is going to keep to what the Punisher TV series was you know it's going to keep John Bernthal it's going to keep what the show was doing. Because I, I want them to do it, and that, that's what I kind of feel. So I'm, 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 I'm in, in Marvel we trust, but I do would like to see a little bit more variety. See, for me now, and, and I say this off the back of Andor, you know, everybody was always complaining that the Star Wars were just that and the other and stuff like that. Andor comes out, and what is it? Oh, it's a bit more of a grown-up Star Wars, and sure enough, everyone loves it. You know, and there's, there's a good I'm, few I'm, people out there who don't. I can assure you. Is, I wouldn't go that far. There really? are a lot of people complaining. There's a lot of people out there. Oh, I would like, see. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm back no, on Facebook again. Yeah, it's too, it's too slow. It's not fun. There's no lightsabers. It's kind of oh, oh, for God's sake! All right, oh, come on. We can't be having. All right, well, fine. Well, I thought I was under the impression that this Andor was like really interesting. My point is, it's at least doing something interesting and a little has a slightly different flavor. And I do want to see a little bit more with that with Marvel. I, I want more, you know, I want Marvel to do their version of a Joker, whatever, something, something serious that's commentary and social and, and things like that, because at the moment it's it's still a little, little Disney safe, all the stuff. I'm, I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? The thing is, I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it will come, because I, I feel it like, It will, it know, will, it will, it will. Because, it will. Yeah, uh, you know, under Kevin Feige's kind of like direction, you know, he, he very much had a, a beginning, a middle and an end and an end goal. He's now diverse. Where everybody in that universe is diversifying, I think. And I think, you know, we're going to get more gritty stuff. And like She-Hulk, we're going to get more comedy. We, I think, you know, it's it's such a broad spectrum. You know, the 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 universe that Marvel created all those years ago is so broad. You know, there is room for absolutely everything from kitchen sink drama through to, you know, ridiculous sitcoms. So we need we need need to see that. We need we need a wider breath. I think just a slightly wider breath at the moment, and hopefully hopefully we will get it. You know what I'm saying though? By Logan is the standout of of all of them. If you compare, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go from yeah. if you go from Spider-Man one 
all the way through to the X-Movies, all the way through right up until, up until um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. All the way through. The only one of those movies yeah. that's really Hawkeye meaty. the darkest, most serious. Yes, Hawkeye yeah. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what I'm saying. But there you go. We could uh, we could have a whole separate podcast on, on on that one. But that was a good podcast, there, gentlemen. No, but, thank but, you. You know, like we were saying about werewolf, whether but by night, however they want to take you know, because within the the comic realm, you know, as we were saying, you know, there's everything from romance to horror to mm-hmm. you know whatever you want to do, and I think you know it's it's all going to start coming out because you know we as rabid fans of this stuff want to see all the stuff that we loved as kids and teenagers and now we're coming into it all done right you know uh, people are uh, and, and i think the directors the writers the people that are involved in doing this stuff they grew up with it as well they want to pay it the the due respect that they had the reverence for it that they had when they were kids and teenagers and i think that's why it's all we're living in a, in a grand time because it's no longer seen as something throwaway and blase yeah, exactly it's so. something that people love exactly so folks quit your whinging Quick, quick engine. Yeah. So, so, so it's like a buffet. Pick what you want. There's plenty out there for everyone. There's plenty out there. There's 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 loads. Uh, but that's enough of that, lads. We've we've covered some good figures now. We'll we'll come back again on a couple of months. I hope now my audio listeners has been a lot better. I went off and got a new mic. Apologies for the audio on the last recording. A bit of a nightmare in the last one. But um, all this much less especially the later things we've been covering on today's podcast. You can see in Mike's Mike Crawford's uh, amazing Facebook page has been there on for a long. How long have you had that Facebook page or that um, website now for Mike? MWCToys.com. Uh, 2001, so 21 oh, years. 21 years. Well, there you go. And it's just a history of all, like, just, just good photography. All the figures, some of the figures we've been talking about, and just a good history and stuff on there. Jeff, don't bother and Jeff. The thing, the thing I'd like to, well, the thing I'd like to say about Mike as well is that, you know, there are there are reviewers out there that have been coming in and out of favor. There's, you know, obviously YouTube's taken off. But as far as I'm concerned, Mike was the granddaddy of them all. And I don't mean that to make you feel old, Mike, but it's kind of like, I moved back. <laughs> Oi, the, granddad! I, when, I was, when I was buying stuff and I was thinking, you know, who else would know about this? You were the guy that I, uh, this guy's bought it and he's talking about yeah. it and he's reviewing it and he's paying it the reverence that I would a TV, a film or whatever. You know, he's, and yeah. So hats off to you, dude. Well, there you go. Hats off, hats off to you there, Mike. And well, speaking of reviews, actually, I uh, with the Hot Toy Cast, this, this podcast has a YouTube channel. Now, I don't tend to review very often. I only tend to review for people who I am associated with, or I work with, or have a relationship with in some shape or form. And uh, right now, you'll only see reviews of Mondo figures. And the latest review I have on there is the. Um, the combatants, they're like seven inch figures, but these are really beautiful seven, six, seven inch figures. Combatants fight for glory. They're based on like Roman gladiators, are very historically kind of cool, accurate figures with beautiful articulation. Check out my review, the Hot Toy Cast on YouTube. I've got a review on there. They're only six inch figures, and I will be reviewing the new Masters of the Universe figures that are coming from Mondo. So we're getting some dope stuff from Mondo from Masters of the Universe. We got a He-Man, we got a Shear, we got a Battle Cat, we got a Trap Jaw. It's going to be dope. So I'll, I'll be gushing all over those both on this podcast and on the YouTube channel. So check that out. Uh, if you have any questions at all, email me, aimin at aiminart.com. Go to mwctoys.com. Leave Jeff alone because he'll hit you, and we will see you uh, <laughs> oh, on the I'm, I'm, I'm a- Oh, I I'm just want to say, a big teddy bear. <laughs> He's a big yeah, I just want to say that if anybody's interested in seeing uh, videos of the Institute, ah, yes, uh, my oh, yeah. collection, you can check them out on YouTube. Just look for C I O P C C, and you're going to find a whole, or just my channel at MWC Toys, Michael Crawford. So yeah, so let go to MWC Toys, and you'll see all kinds of videos of the collection. Wicked. When did you make these videos? I've been making them for making them for months. Oh, 
Cool, 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 cool. Alright, cool. What's the name of the website again? Maybe we get the money. The YouTube is just search YouTube for CIOPCC. CIOPCC. Crawford Institute of Pop Culture Collectibles. The Crawford Institute of Pop Culture Collectibles. Yeah, and you'll find uh, probably at least two dozen videos now at this point. I do one every week. So. Oh, yes, we to the Crawford Institute, you see. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, on that posh note, we shall say goodnight to your listeners. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Jeff, Mike, gentlemen, thank good you for night. joining me. Thank good you, guys. Night, everybody. Thanks again. Good night. Good night.